I'm Pastor Tim, and welcome to The Two Greatest. This is episode 1,366. Can God be around sin? We're told by the Apostle Paul to rightly divide the word of truth. But sometimes we don't. We hold on to long-standing theologies that are half-truths at best, or we miss the interpretation. And that poor theology leads to a belief about God that's not accurate and sometimes even harmful. One of those long-held theological mistakes is the idea that God can't be in the presence of sin. This podcast is called The Two Greatest after the two greatest commandments, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Here we ask the question, what would it look like for Jesus to live his life of love through us? Let me put the cookies on the bottom shelf today. Ready? Is Jesus God? Answer, yes. Was Jesus around sin? Answer, yes. All the time. So, can God be around sin? This is not a trick question. So where do we get the idea that God can't be in the presence of sin? Let's explore that. The best example for this notion comes from the prophet Habakkuk. In Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 3, we read, Your eyes, talking about God, your eyes are too pure to behold evil. You cannot look on wrongdoing. And you can add that verse to some of the Psalms that seem to say something similar. But logically, we know that can't be true, can it? Again, Jesus is God, and Jesus looked on, that's what Habakkuk said, Jesus looked on sin all the time and was in the presence of sin constantly. And if God today can't look on wrongdoing, then the God you believe in is blind to most of what's happening in the world all the time. And I know you don't believe that, do you? So, what does Scripture mean? Because Scripture is true. So, what does Habakkuk mean when he says, Your eyes are too pure to behold evil. You cannot look on wrongdoing. Well, when Habakkuk says that, he's talking about the Levitical sacrificial system. God was disgusted with the way his people would continue to live lives that are opposed to his will, and then they'd come and offer a sacrifice and expect God to pay attention and bless them. In fact, the Hebrew word look, you cannot look on wrong or sin, means to show regard or favorably gaze upon. God's not going to favorably gaze upon sin. Doesn't mean he doesn't see it or can't be around it. Think about the passages that show God moving toward sinners in their sin, not hiding because he can't be there. Genesis 3, 9. Adam and Eve are hiding in the garden after eating the forbidden fruit. And what's God doing? He's pursuing them despite their sin. In Isaiah 6, the prophet admits his uncleanness and the uncleanness of all the people around him. And God doesn't banish him. He moves toward him to forgive him. In Luke chapter 5, Peter's in the boat and Peter confesses his sinfulness, and Jesus doesn't throw him overboard. He blesses him with the authority to fish for people. In Matthew 18, Jesus said his entire mission was to seek and to save the lost. And of course, the prodigal son story has the father running to the sinful son, 
even before he confesses his sins. So here's the great question. Now hearing all of this, what do you say? Can God be in the presence of sin? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your boundless love and mercy that has no end. We're humbled by the realization that you don't run from our sin, but you run toward it with arms open, ready to forgive and embrace us. God, we are imperfect beings. We're prone to make mistakes and shortcomings, and yet your love is unwavering. Thank you, Lord, for not turning away from us when we fall short. Your compassion knows no bounds. Your forgiveness is a wellspring of new beginnings. Your mercy is new every morning. Help us to accept your forgiveness with grateful hearts and extend that same forgiveness to others. In moments of weakness, remind us of your unfailing love. May your grace empower us to live lives that honor you and reflect that same love and mercy that we've already received. Thank you for the promise of redemption and the assurance that through Christ, we can approach you boldly, knowing that we're forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for episode 1367. In the meantime, let me end with where we started. We have to rightly divide the word of truth, or we will develop a theology of a God that's off, sometimes way off, and it will affect how we view him, how we walk with him, how we see ourselves and others, and our ability to T2G. So what do you say? Can God be around sin?